The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Geekshowpodcast.com. Welcome to a brand new episode. Name of the episode is, let me make sure I get this right, Pueblo, Colorado, 81009, a murder podcast. Name of the episode. (laughs) I think this is working. This calling it a murder podcast. Our ratings are up. I can see it. I can see the downloads. They've increased ever since I've started calling this a murder podcast. So I'm going to continue with that the rest of the year. Uh, Welcome to a brand new episode. Everybody made it. All the panelists are here. And uh, we had a really good time uh, talking about the stuff that we love. And we're glad that you enjoy it. Uh, And if you do enjoy it, thank our uh, sponsors. Of course, they keep this podcast absolutely free to you. And uh, you can thank uh, Dr. Volts and the Nerd Store. It's a great time to be a geek in Utah. Dr. Volts and the Nerd Store have joined forces. Comics, collectibles, action figure, and so much more. No matter what side of the valley you live in, there's a place for you to get your geek on. The Nerd Store in the Valley Fair Mall and Dr. Volts Comic Connection at 2043 East 3300 South, of course. So thanks those guys for making this podcast possible and free for you. If you like this podcast and want more, uh, it doesn't cost you that much. Join our Patreon. Go to geekshowgotthiscovered.com and uh, it's, it's very inexpensive and you get all kinds of extra stuff every week. Stuff that we won't do on this podcast like our uh, WandaVision deep dives that we do. We break down every episode and uh, we uh, maybe we've seen some stuff that you didn't notice when you watched it, or you know, because we know these characters so well. Maybe there's some insight that we have. But uh, geekshowgotthiscovered.com. That's just one of the things that's happening on our Patreon that people are really enjoying right now. There's a lot of stuff coming, of course. A lot of stuff always on the way, and uh, eventually I'll get around to an ask me anything, and you can ask me anything uh, on that Patreon. So uh, be ready for that. Geekshowgotthiscovered.com. Thank you. All right, let's get to this brand new episode, Pueblo, Colorado, 81009, a murder podcast. Please to enjoy. And welcome back. Yeah. Hey, everybody. How are you? Oh, yeah. Great. <laughs> Up in the motherfucking building. You know how I'm saying. Everything's can, fine. Everything's fine. Present. Everything's fine. Okay. I can honestly fine. say without any cynicism or <laughs> sarcasm that I'm doing really well. Thank you well, for good. asking. Good. Good. Well, like what a show off. Must be. <laughs> no, I um I I had a sh- I had a shot on Tuesday. Oh yeah. Oh, and yeah. after after tripping balls for six hours and sleeping for another eleven and then shaking and then freezing and then boiling and then shaking and then freezing, I can honestly say the relief of knowing that I'm just a few days away from ninety five percent immunity from COVID yeah. has actually made my life pretty good. Now, good. now th- th- reading so- the science, reading mm-hmm. the science. Mm-hmm. The reason why you feel like shit is because your body goes, "What the fuck is this? I hate it." Yeah, it's an immune response. And then it fights it like crazy. And then the other bit of science is they say, oh, well, it's only 95% effective. What's that 5%? That 5%, all the tests, 
Those people aren't going to the hospital or dying. So exactly. when you get your opportunity, folks, get your fucking vaccine. And mm -hmm. then you can be like yeah. me. <laughs> so uh, just to be clear, that was the second shot. Yeah, I had my right, second yeah. shot. Yeah, because I got the first shot on, on, on that, Tuesday. That 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 first shot, you know, I remember I got real dizzy the second day, and I felt kind of woozy, and it wasn't so bad. I felt that second shot, I seriously thought somebody slipped me some acid. <laughs> yeah, my, my uncle had his second shot last week as well, and uh, same thing. He had about 18 hours after his shot where he was just like, oh, this is, like, awful. But then after about 18 hours, it just kind of cleared up pretty quick, and he's doing well, great. The yeah. funny thing is, is your immune system does go into overdrive, right? Yeah. Because it's trying yeah. to, it's trying, it's saying, fuck whatever was in that shot. And what that means is that mm. everything else that's going on in your body, it kicks that's ass too. So exactly. then two days later, you're so like, So you're wow. like a superhero right yeah. now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Were you Super like, Lee. Captain America, you went and jumped through a window and then <laughs> grabbed a car before it flew into the ocean? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I watched that today. <laughs> He's like a superhero. He's Lee George Cade, everybody. Hi. Hi. Buy my tapes and books. <laughs> you have tapes and books? <laughs> he has tapes and books. <laughs> Superheroes have tapes and books? Damn. Sure. Yes. The well-marketed ones do. <laughs> How to Become a Superhero by Lee George Cade. Trust the, step <laughs> one. Trust science. Trust step the two, science. Get, get a vaccine. <laughs> There you go. Step, step three, get in chamber. Step four, let Peggy Carter touch your chest. I like all of these please. steps so far. Oh, please. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like there's, I feel like all the superheroes and villains have like their own books now, like the seven habits of highly effective people by the Red Skull. You know, just, <laughs> <laughs> how to win friends, how to win friends and influence people as a henchman. And as much Your as I... As much as I dream of Peggy Carter touching my chest, I know that it would just be like a, a pillow. It would just be like yeah. right in, you know. First thing you must do Spongy. is tell the science division of the Nazi party that if you're a stupid, that only the Red Skull has the right ideas. Oh, I don't know. Trust the science. Pretty bold ideas. Dr. Yes. Sola. Chicken soup for the hydrosol. Yes. The Fuhrer does not deserve the death ray. The death ray belongs to Hydra. <laughs> Thank you. Buy my books on tapes. He's the author of Chicken Soup for the Hydra Soul. He's Jay Whitaker, everybody. Hi, Jay. Yay. What's up? <laughs> you know, it's a New York Times bestseller. You know, yes, it uh, is. you know, you know, you can't get rid of us. Uh, you know, I made one more, so I'll I'll, I'll do another one. You know, so <laughs> you know, you, if you if you cut me off, another one will grow. You know, you got a rave review in Der Spiegel. That's how that's how good that book is. Rave right. review. Uh, and look out for my collab uh, collaboration book, uh, The Four Agreements, with the Fantastic Four, and uh, oh, that will be uh, nice. <laughs> coming to you on all books, tapes, and eight tracks. I look uh, forward to eight tracks. Instagram. Eight tracks. No. Yes, they're coming back, Rebecca. Eight tracks. They're on their way back. I cannot believe you yeah. would collaborate with the feeble intellect of Reed Richards. <laughs> I mean, you know, uh, it was aerospace a book deal. foreshadowing aerospace engineer. <laughs> no, <laughs> oh, watch my special, damn it, jaywhitaker.com. There you go. Mm -hmm. All right, she's foreshadowing. She's Rebecca Frost, everybody. Hey, I would just like to thank one of my favorite internet shops, superyaki.com, for my lovely new shirt. Let Diego Luna touch Java. <laughs> just, just let him do it. Just let you him know? do it. We all want this. to. We all want this. He wants to so bad. Superyaki.com. Okay. 
I hope you Why? got that shirt for free just now. I hope. Yeah, right. I <laughs> know. Send you another one. I would gladly. I have gladly given this shop my money. Oh, okay. They ought to work on a <laughs> sponsorship or something. Yeah, let's get something going. Come on. <laughs> let's get something going. He's Quad T, Too Tall Tony. Everybody, hi. Yay. Hey. My uh, favorite self-help book by a villain is "Who Moved My Cheese" by the Rat Catcher. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, check me out on Twitter for more gems like that uh, at Quad T Tony or the Gadget Spot podcast. That reminds me, I have, I have some Suicide Squad news coming up. Uh, oh, good. <laughs> I'm glad Lee really liked that joke. He did. Uh, Shannon Barnson, everybody. Hi. Hey. Hi, Shannon. Hey, dead man walking. Um, yep. <laughs> is that Boston Brands uh, book? No, no. I, my hey, favorite that's uh, good. inspirational. That's a good uh, DC joke. Come on, you guys. Thank you. That I one. liked that. Was solid. Like that. <laughs> uh, my favorite inspirational book is uh, "Chicken Soup for the Mutant Soul" mm-hmm. by Magneto. It's fantastic. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> you'll you'll enjoy that recipe, and you'll say Magneto was right. It's a little alliterative, though. I mean, yeah. the guy really could have used an editor telling him to cut down yes. on his word count a bit. Yeah, uh, because his his whole thing about I discovered this recipe while I was summering in Krakoa. It's very <laughs> verbose. <laughs> so I become officially expendable on Monday. That's uh, that's right. Very very exciting. Not uh, to us though. Well, I'm just glad you got both your shots. That's all. I was worried that they were going to push you. He's only, only halfway. I've well, only thought, had one. He's when's your second? He's fifty percent immune. Uh, I my second one won't be until the end of February. Oh, that's bullshit! Right. They shouldn't put you in that class until you've had two. Well, hey, my, you're so politics. <laughs> my boss was gonna take a bullet for me and say, "Stay home until you got your second shot." Uh, and then we got an email from the superintendent that's like, "Nope, if there's kids in your class, you got to be there." Jeez. And, and, uh, it's, and it's mostly because the legislature hates your union. Yeah. That's uh-huh. why. Yeah, and, it rolls uh, up. But And she still was like, just stay home. I'll take a bullet for you. And oh, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, no, I, no. I don't want you to get in trouble. She's, she's too All awesome of you stop trying to be yeah. heroes. Well, no. I, like, no, I just, I, I don't want her to get in trouble. So, but <laughs> I spent four and a half hours trying to socially distance a classroom of 16 kids. Wow. Wow. No and, way. And uh, I mostly did it. <laughs> well, double but mask. At least I'm double, double mask. mask and I've got a face shield. And, uh, you want a space uh, suit? I, 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 no, Please. That's what I was just going to say. I wish I could, dress like, I could dress like one of those guys from E.T. We've, <laughs> like we've got, at, at my job, we actually have the environment suits for yeah. when uh, when there's an exposure incident and somebody suits up and comes out and <laughs> I think nice. down the lobby. <laughs> I, you guys, I honestly think I'm going to be okay. Um, maybe. But you should think that. <laughs> like, can we so. fucking first start with like, yeah, yeah you should think <laughs> you that should you're going to be optimistic. Well, you guys, yes, agreed, so agreed. I teach, I teach in one of the hardest hit uh, areas of, of, of Utah mm-hmm. for COVID and you know, from my experience, sure, kids don't get sick, but they fucking drag everything in. Yes, they do. They're little fucking Petri dishes. Yes, they well, are. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure you'll be fine, but if anything wrong happens, we do have another Shannon on storage. Oh, good. 
Yeah. <laughs> a clone. We have a life model decoy of Shannon. Oh, no, no, not yeah. a decoy. Shine. A clone. A clone. Well, let's we, just say, should I start unthawing that Shannon 2.0? <laughs> let's just say we haven't had to have a replacement for a while. Can I start uh, choosing mine? <laughs> just start. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. We have another Shannon. I mean, you yeah. keep thinking. You're like, oh, when I fell down the stairs, I, it just hurt for a few days. No, you fucking died. We had to bring oh, out another Shannon. It was like that the Venture heart, Brothers? Yes, this that is the Venture Brothers. killed you. <laughs> No, We've got bats of Shannons. What, what the fuck am I taking all these pills for? This is Moon and Venture. Wait, Brothers. we have a Shannon vat. Yeah, yeah. Well, can we like Snoke? <laughs> like yeah. Snoke? Can we? Can we just kill this one with all the mental disease? Sure. Oh no, they all have mental disease. <laughs> oh, it's unavoidable. Your, well, yeah, no, your, no, no. your thoughts, your thoughts are transferred to the next clone. Yeah. So, right. unavoidable. That's how it works. It's, it's yeah. not a glitch. It's a feature. That yeah. sounds about right. <laughs> That Thanks, Steve Jobs. About right. <laughs> All right. And the Steve right. Jobs of our podcast. No. Carrie Jackson? Much no? cooler than Steve Jobs, though. Much cooler. Am I? Wow. Uh, I would it. like to see you. They both yeah, have like kids. Sorry, like sorry no one has anything nice to say about Steve Jobs. I know. Nobody does. <laughs> you know, they both, was... had, they both had cancer, but one was tough enough to beat it. That's right. <laughs> That's our Jeez. Carrie Jackson. That's because I paid attention to doctors as opposed so, to shamans or something, you know. Anyway, well, Monday through Friday, if I agreed to the terms have, and conditions, he would still be with us. Exactly. I have really bad news for you, Carrie. Huh? We also have a vat of Jacksons. Oh, a vaccine. A, yeah. Nation. Is one of them named Ben Parker? Uh, no, he does have a blue hoodie. Oh, okay. Oh, I love that blue hoodie. Um, Monday through Friday, six to ten x ninety six dot com. All right. Oh, I I have to interrupt for the first of many times. Yes. Oh no. First, this is like the first of many times. I have news that we're Mm -hmm. going to break during during our Patreon deep dive of Wandavision. Yes. You heard it here first, though. We uncovered news that Wandavision has secretly teased dupe from Ecstatics. What? We're starting that rumor. We're starting that rumor. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. What? Dupe from mm-hmm. Ecstatics. Oh, I'm, I'm, and they're I'm also bringing excited. back Wildcats. <laughs> it's uh, just, Geek Show. Geekshowgotthiscovered.com is where you go for our Patreon. And uh, I'm just excited I have a shred of a theory about this show. Shannon, I'm so we'll get proud to it. of you. We'll get to it. That's gonna, it's going to be a fun deep dive for episode five. Yeah. So yep. uh, join us. Ex- at, Ecstatics, uh, and we bring the evidence. Twist, uh, he's told it to us before. com. you can catch it there. Speaking of uh, getting immunized, listen to this. Come along, R2. Don't be so silly. You can't possibly be getting whooping cough. Droids don't get diseases like whooping cough or measles or polio. But children do. If a young child gets whooping cough, it can lead to pneumonia, brain damage, even death. All you need is a little rewiring. But children need to be fully immunized. And alas, so many are not. All right, R2, I'll ask them. Parents of Earth, are your children fully immunized against childhood diseases? Call your doctor or local health department and find out. Immunize your children, please. And may the force be with you. Send for the Parent's Guide to Childhood Immunization. It's yours free. Write Immunization, Pueblo, Colorado, 81009. <laughs> what does Pueblo, Colorado do now? Because that's all they do is send shit. Yeah, yeah they don't do PO that boxes. anymore. Yeah, no. 
That's from uh, 78. Just, hey, uh, um, pull that out. Can we raise a glass? We got to. Yeah, we, we, got, we got a bunch to raise, got, too. Uh, quite a few. To where, Pueblo, where are Colorado? We, uh, to Pueblo, Colorado. There we go. To Pueblo, Colorado. Let's start with Christopher Plummer. Le- okay, let's start there. Um, um, I love him because we have one thing in common. What's that? We, we both hate the sound of music. <laughs> he hates the oh. sound of music? Or he, oh, hated? he hated He hated that talking means- about it. Really? <laughs> I have something in common with him too. Excellent. I got news. I've never seen The Sound of Music. I haven't I, either. Yeah, there was the no hills? reason. Yeah, they there's come no reason. Alive. They there was come no alive. reason for me to see it. So I My I, mom hates musicals with a passion, so I grew yeah. up in a blessedly musical-free household. Look, well, I'm sorry you lived such a quiet life. Oh no. No, my mom was heavily really into cocaine. And Rod, my mom was heavily into cocaine and Rod Stewart. So, <laughs> not quite. Oh, was your mom Maggie May? Was that anyway? No, but my mom had an interesting story about the time she saw Rod Stewart beating Maggie May in an alley behind the mm. Hollywood Orpheus. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Christopher Plummer. Anyway, he was in yeah. so many movies and things. Yeah. But we uh, gotta get Daniel Craig's character on the case. Was it a mystery? No, it was he was old. It was, he was old. Yeah. He, he was, was really old. good in that. Um, yeah, he's just done so much. But of course, I did a deep dive last night. I I pulled out because he is my favorite Star Trek villain, and almost your favorite Star oh. Trek hero, and was almost he, my yes. Was he <laughs> no, the what he, the the Klingon that quoted Shakespeare? He was yeah. the Shakespeare quoting Klingon with the, from with Undiscovered the, Country. Yeah, yeah, with the eye patch that was nailed on his face. Exactly, General oh, Chang. General Chang, so awesome. I've still got my General Chang action figure right over there. It's, uh, what, what yeah, he say, was. Uh, Shakespeare is so much better in its original Klingon. You haven't heard it in the original Klingon. Klingon. Yeah. Yeah. His, his last words were, to be or not to be. And then the, tor- and and then the torpedo his, hit him. And then the up. torpedo hit his ship and blew him up. Uh, but uh, he was so good in that. And I went back and I rewatched it, and it's still a good film and he is just anytime he's on the screen he's just so good especially the uh, the jury uh, trial thing that they're doing and they're all in that and war it's Worf's grandfather or something like that yeah Yeah, it's played by michael dorn yeah Yeah. and uh you know so he's defending kirk and mccoy and and chang is is the prosecutor and he's just so good in that Uh, that is like that is my second favorite uh original series movie oh What's it first? Goes, well, there's only three to choose from. There's, <laughs> it goes, it goes Rathacon and then Undiscovered oh, okay. Country. All right. I'm a member of the uh, Star Trek, the motion picture appreciation society. It's just because you like slow motion yeah, porn. You're, porn the, is... you're the, you're the president and only fucking member. That's right. <laughs> and only member. Yeah. Uh, let me, uh, let me show you some of the porn shots you... I got last night. There's some of my porn I was watching last night there. Hi, Tony. If you like me, you like 28-minute establishing shots of warpness cells. Hi, I'm Tony. Are you eating a gogurt? Excuse me. It was 11 minutes. It was 11 (laughs) minutes, Um, and it and we needed every minute of it. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. When you first got it on DVD, you made me watch it for 28 minutes because you were going frame by frame. (laughs) He rewound it. it. Yeah. Yeah, um, So there was uh, two members of that club, but one of them. One of them left us. That's true. Years, That's true. Six years ago. The, uh, so I was looking at your pictures that you posted of your spaceship porn, mm-hmm. and it, it seemed odd pervert, to me. You pervert. I know. I know. I know right? But 
I figured out why they seemed off to me, and it's because they're so well lit. It's because they're actual models. No, no, no. That's what I'm you know, saying. Like in space, yeah. space is a lot darker, and the this. Oh. It, I mean, it wouldn't look like spotlights are on science the, corner with Tony. Yes, yes. Tony's it, telling it, us it, it, how it extremely space th- it threw is me dark. off. Extremely, space is much darker than this. Excuse <laughs> me, it's not. I've been playing No Man's Sky. You can see all kinds of shit. When you drive by the sun, it's bright, but outside of the sun, it's not bright. But I found I found this <laughs> I found this about uh, Christopher Plummer. <laughs> Uh, in in all of the you know everyone was talking about all the movies that he's done, but here's here's he was uh, he was interviewed about being General Chang uh, in Star Trek. He said, "I was a serious Trekkie when the show first came out. He he was I was living in England all through the '60s, and he's talking to Shatner about this. He said, but I watched you on television over and over again in Star Trek. He says." Uh, he was delighted, as he put it, a hundred years later when he was asked to be in Star Trek as General Chang. <laughs> um, years. He said he was, actually, they, he was such a funny interview too. Yeah, he yeah. said he was delighted in being bald and sporting a villain eye patch. He says I looked a bit like uh, Moshe Dayan in Heat, who's a Israeli military leader. He says I had the most marvelous time playing with you guys. Uh, Shatner was was Plummer's understudy. In a 1956 production of Henry V at the Stratford Shakespeare Festival. Wow. Oh, wow. No, this story, this story is intense. Mm-hmm. Intense as fuck. Uh, Plummer, Plummer could not go on one evening due to illness, which, which led to Shatner's big break. Uh, Plummer recalled, he said, uh, he says, I, I didn't do, he didn't do what I did at all when he's playing the part. He says, where I stood up to make a speech, he sat down. He did the opposite of everything I did, and I knew that son of a bitch was going to be a star. <laughs> <laughs> I just like that he called Shatner a son of a bitch. But, and what, I, what I love is that the whole reason why Shatner got the part, the part of Kirk is because one of the nights that Plummer was out with the clap, as he <laughs> yeah. put it, in his own interview, he said he was out because he had a venereal disease, because he was soliciting the wrong type of prostitute. And... Uh, <laughs> So Shatner is on stage giving the performance of his lifetime because he's like, shit, Plummer's out. I'm the understudy. This is my time to shine. And that's when the fucking talent scouts for Star Trek were in the audience. So literally, they were there to see if Plummer was their guy for Kirk. Mm -hmm. And they see Shatner and they're like, that's our Kirk. And he he, he was gone because he banged an unclean woman. That's right. Oh, my God. (laughs) And then if you want another great uh, Christopher Plummer story... uh, Oh, who's the Australian actor that that throws phones? Who is it? Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe. Yeah. Uh, he he had a he had a great story about uh, being drunk with Christopher Plummer in the back of a cab or some shit. It was a great little story. I, I heard this uh, interview. They they replayed an interview with him from like eight years ago mm-hmm. uh, on NPR. Of course. And uh, ah. the best thing is at the end of the uh, at the end of the interview, the lady goes, "I just wanted to let you know." I got through this whole interview without uh, without mentioning the sound of music. <laughs> and, he, and he goes, and he goes, thank you, and you deserve a medal. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, just uh, just go back and rewatch Star Trek Six. He's and, and fast forward to the points where he's in it, uh, you know, because he's just so goddamn he's good. So in that. good, and and yeah. you also find out that the uh, Klingons have pink blood. That's yeah. We find we find oh, out is that, that the their first blood time is we see yeah. the pink blood. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. Well, they'd only looked like that for about fifteen years at that point. Uh, David that, Warner. They... 
Yeah, David Warner was the lead Klingon in that one. He, uh, and he, his daughter's name was Azad Boor. <laughs> what a terrible name. Anyway, Weird. he must have hated her. <laughs> That's all I can figure. <laughs> she popped uh, out and he's like, uh, here is your <laughs> name. Azad Boor. Azad Boor. It's like the, the Edith of Klingon. <laughs> <laughs> Agonus. <laughs> All right. Okay, uh, we do. We Dorcas. do have more. Uh, do we have others to raise a glass to? I who did I miss this week? I Christopher Plummer was the big one. You guys uh, said we had screech. more. Screech! Oh, yeah. screech. Di- screech. Dustin Diamond. Yeah. Literally the best Joker ever. He wasn't the Joker. We went over this, Lee. In in Batman Dead End, it was a different guy. It was him. <laughs> it was a Screech. <laughs> It was Screech. It was not. It was somebody it was else, too. I can't remember. Yeah. Uh, I also really liked him. He played the Clock King in the Batman animated series. Um, he had a 15-episode story arc on Babylon 5 where he played... I don't, uh, I don't think any... Straight um, blueberries. None of those things, he, yeah. He also uh, actually played Chang People come Community. to us for the news. Yeah, he played not. Chang he also on Tupac. Com- yeah. Did you say Chang on Community? Mm-hmm. People come... <laughs> us for the news and our opinions. Yep. Oh. And he also makes magic responsi- bullets. We also have a responsibility <laughs> to the people to be truthful yep. and honest. Also, I like don't you for- sound like you care about that statement, Rebecca. He played, don't forget, uh, as he well, he, he played Khan in he, Star Trek The Wrath of Khan. And he was, and he, scene. He, 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 was uh, he was the inventor of the George Foreman uh, lean, mean, fat burning machine grill. No, that hmm. was his son, George Foreman. Junior. Not, Dustin Diamond? Hmm. Actually, uh, just to, just to clarify, wait, wait, stop. Because huh? if okay. we're going to do George Foreman talk, George Foreman has four sons yes. named George Foreman. Uh-huh. So George yeah. Foreman no Jr. Junior. True uh-huh. story. Yeah. Well, aren't their names George Foreman Jr., George Foreman Jr., Jr., George Foreman Jr., Jr., Jr.? That's not how that works. Is that not how This is making me hungry so much. No, hang on. It's like, no, it's George Foreman and then George Foreman Jr., and it's like George Foreman 2, George Foreman 3. Yeah, George Isn't George Foreman Jr. George Foreman 2? I'd yeah. rather George be George Foreman, Foreman Jr. with cheese. Junior, 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 Junior is what I'd rather be. <laughs> no, because right. Junior is if it's your son, not your sibling. Yeah. And? Yeah, so why would he name his... He, so his grandson would be is, George Junior, is Junior. It, is everybody high? What? Like, I think we better take a break. I think we better take a break and reset here. I think. Yeah, yeah. Reset. I just wanted to know. So, oh, Cicely Tyson. Cicely Tyson. We got. Yes. We covered that last week. Did we? But yeah, well, yes. I'm. I'm. I'm happy to say again. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. That's right. We did talk about it last week. All right. Yeah. Well, let's uh, reset and we'll be back. We do have news. <laughs> Rebecca is. It's important that we get to. She's got a point. What? So oh, after okay. these yeah. messages, 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 we'll be right, right back. back. I regret nothing. <laughs> I mean, are you sure? There's a lot you can regret. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection and the Nerd Store have teamed up. Comics, collectibles, action figures, so much more. No matter what side of the valley you live, 
There's a place for you to get your geek on. Nerd Store in the Valley Fair Mall, Dr. Volts at 2043 East 3300 South. And Dr. Volts this month, they're introducing their new online hold management system. There's no need to wait any longer for adding a new series or a cool new cover to your hold. You can do it from the comfort of your home, click of a button. In mainstream comics, King in Black is <laughs> all over Marvel. Future State continues to run through the DC Universe, but they got a couple of indie titles they want me to tell you about. Deep Beyond is one. On an underpopulated future Earth, something is hidden in the depths of the abyss. Something mysterious and dangerous, which could cause an even worse disaster. Also, Stray Dogs. It's described as Oliver and Company meets Silence of the Lambs when a serial killer collects his victims' dogs as trophies. So get exclusive covers for Stray Dogs, Deep Beyond, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Last Ronin, and more at nerdstoreutah.com or drvolts.com. Nerdstore in the Valley Fair Mall, Dr. Volts at 2043 East, 3300 South. Enter the airlock to Epic. And we're back. Okay. Yeah. Uh, important news this week. Uh, this is uh, very exciting. I got a whole, and I'm sorry, DC fans, I do have some Suicide Squad stuff coming up for you, but I've got mostly Marvel stuff happening. Yay! Um, it's okay. And uh, you know? we just got this news yesterday. Because, you know, we in all the Marvel movies that were talked about, you know, Blade kept coming up. Because you know how movies get made is when a guy wins an Oscar and he meets Kevin Feige and he says, I want to play Blade. That's how it right. gets done. You know, that's a right. great. Yeah, it's, it's good. And and so it Kevin works. Feige's like, sure, let's do that. OK, you know, OK, but uh, Mahershala Ali is going to play Blade. And they've been and that was the last we heard of it was like a year or more ago. You know, nothing happened. Well, apparently they've been looking for the right writer for, ah. the, for the thing. They have been uh, interviewing writers with Feige and Mahershala Ali and a whole bunch of other people. Uh, looking for writers, and they have found Stacy Osei Kafour, who is a playwright, and she also worked. She was a, a story editor and writer on The Watchmen, the HBO uh, show. And, well, uh, well, well. So she will be the first uh, black female scribe to write a Marvel movie. Uh, so. Nia DaCosta is working on Captain Marvel two. She will be the first uh, black woman director. And, of course, we have a, an Asian woman director for The Eternals, which is another story that came up this week uh, because she won so many awards. But, uh, yeah, for about six months now, they've been looking for writers, and they finally found her, and they That's liked awesome. her take. Uh, she's uh, – and then I did some digging into Blade. Uh, David Goyer wrote the three original Blade movies. Yeah. Hell, yeah. Hell, yeah. <laughs> one of those is good. Uh, <laughs> which one? One of them. Are you talking about all three of them? No, I'm talking about <laughs> Guillermo del Toro's Blade Two, a Blade actual two. masterpiece. Uh, I I enjoyed Blade Two. I did. I, yeah, Blade, Blade Two was Blade, good. Blade Three. Um, that's the introduction of Triple H and his vampire poodle. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But did you see Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds in it? Uh, he was good. Yeah, in Ryan it. Reynolds is shredded. Is shredded. That's true. But you, oh, see, you can you can look at shredded Ryan Reynolds without watching a shitty movie. Uh, my favorite. Uh, Blade One has one of my favorite movie lines of all time in it, where he goes, "Some motherfuckers always trying to ice skate uphill." Oh, oh yeah, it's such. Yeah. <laughs> Some motherfuckers just try to ice skate uphill. <laughs> oh, that was good. Thank you. It, it's, it's right. It's right up there with a polar bear fell on me. Yeah, it's so. It's such an awkward line. You can thank David I'm, Goyer for that. Yeah. Well, like, well, the thing. Shout out to David Goyer. I mean, you made some Blade movies, but like, let's be <laughs> honest. Like, I'm 
I'm he, so excited uh, he's made that this. A lot more than. <laughs> okay, but st- but but listen, he didn't do Blade the true justice, and that's why I'm happy to see Blade in the property of of a black person because maybe we finally we find just fucking finally might get a Blade barbershop scene because like. <laughs> <laughs> It needs to happen. Apparently, that's important. Yeah. It, well, no, I mean, have it, you seen his fucking haircuts? They're phenomenal. They're sharp. He probably yeah, does it himself dude, with his samurai sword. I know, but um, still, we still need a blade barbershop scene because we talk about. I go to barbershops and like we'll just be like, "Yo, let, let you me know, get that blade fade." You know, you're right. <laughs> and they're like, "You're absolutely like, right." One, two or three. Because Jason that's Aaron, awesome. Jason Aaron has been writing Avengers lately, and Blade is in the Avengers now. Uh, and uh, for about a year, and I've not seen a, a barbershop scene in that comic yet. It, it so. should be like like him and Luke Cage. and uh... <laughs> <laughs> Luke Cage is bald. Yeah. yeah. Well, how, he's got to get it. He just goes there for conversation. Yeah. And conversation, yeah. yeah. Well, didn't Cage hang out at the barbershop? In, in the show, he, he actually did in the show, yeah. Owning it. In, in the like, comic book, too. Yeah, right? he like lived in one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's right. So there. So uh, Blade okay. created... Created as a supporting character by Marv Wolfman and Gene Colan, uh, first appeared in Tomb of Dracula, number 10, 1973. Yeah. A uh, human-vampire hybrid, thanks to his mother being bitten and killed by a vampire during childbirth. Uh, she, uh, anyway, the, the, the woman who's going to be writing this, she's not only from Watchmen, but she... Uh, She's done some work on uh, that Pen15 show, uh, Rebecca. Oh, which is I quite, love that show. Quite that enjoyable. show started both, watch the first few Both of those yeah. women are pregnant. Those two best friends in real life and in the show are pregnant together at the same time. Really? I love it. Isn't that so cute? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, did it happen on the same night? Did they text each other? Like, how did she, Well, they do everything together. If you watch the show, you everything. know. That's true. They do. They do. Uh, she is a WGA award winner for, uh, uh, let's see, she she worked on Hunters, that Al Pacino show on Amazon. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, yeah, the yeah. Nazis. Mm-hmm. Uh, the HBO crime thriller uh, Run. Uh, let's see. Uh, starring Don Paul Gleason. Several... Yeah, I, I was forced to watch a couple episodes of that. It was okay. <laughs> So, yeah, she's a good writer, and uh, we're looking forward to that. That's going to be cool. Okay, and uh, speaking of uh, Marvel, uh, Nomadland filmmaker Chloe Zhao, who is directing Eternals as well, she, and back to Dracula, she is going to be directing Dracula for Universal. Are they going to do another reboot? Yeah, she will write and direct and produce. You you know their whole monster movie boot reboot? Yeah. Um, this will be it, like they, the third they, reboot in the last ten years. Haven't they? I they've think. given up on doing a shared universe, right? Uh, no, pre- I bet they're still doing it. They're just no, going to reboot it again. No, I think they gave up. I know. Um, what's his name? Oh, damn it! Um, he did the he did the Ghostbusters reboot. Uh, what's his name? The uh, Paul Feig. Feig, yeah. Oh. Uh, Paul Feig is dying to do a monster team up movie. Let him. Universal is just like that's going to be really expensive, and we're just not sure. But he wants—he's still pushing cheap. to do it. He could do it so cheap. Let him do he could. it. But uh, she is going to uh, do Dracula, and it is not going to be a traditional or even modern incarnation. Uh, she says that her version future future incarnation is an original futuristic sci-fi yes. western. Oh, oh, yeah. I'm in. No, I'm boo! in. Hundred percent. No. This is great news. 
Love like, that sucks. Lee, nope. do you, you, you know what? You suck. Lee, Damn, like, I, I, mean... I think you're probably in the same like in the same thoughts that 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 I have. Is it needs to be period piece. It needs to be nah. Victorian. Right? You want it in the Victorian era? Yeah. Okay. I, I, Give me a future Draclia. We've hmm. seen it. We haven't seen it done right. Right. Probably because it can't be future Draclia. Maybe we gotta go back to <laughs> Why the you say first. Oh, because he's saying that's, the, that's in, the, say in the proper Wallachian is Draclia. Draclia. Uh, yeah, she says uh, an original futuristic sci-fi western themes of being on society's fringes. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Did you say sci-fi western? Yeah. yeah. I'm on board. Pe- no, Future y'all cut western. me off. Y'all cut me off when I said sci-fi. No, I, 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 I heard you. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. No, I heard, I heard western and I still didn't like it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so the latest, it's, uh, let me see, it talks about the Universal, okay, they're, uh, yeah, they've been shipping them out to other filmmakers. The studio several years ago reoriented its development for more filmmaker-driven approach, so that's why we got that really good Invisible Man movie. You know, um, that is the last movie I saw in a theater. Really? Mm. Uh, so they got a lot of people. They got a lot of people working on their stuff. They got uh, Dexter Fletcher, uh, Paul Feig is doing. The, he wants to do that team up one. James Wan, Elizabeth Banks, Chris Miller, Phil Lord. They're so they they've been shipping them out. Hey, it's uh, a lot of good people. Good, yeah, yeah very talented good. people. That's the key. You get good people. Is it Elizabeth Elizabeth Banks is making an Invisible Woman movie? Right? She's making an Invisible Woman movie, which is not connected to the Invisible Man movie. Yeah. It's a it's uh. a different thing. Uh, let's see. Oh, and then uh, we got more information about uh, Ryan Coogler's work on Black Panther. Because they talked about Black Panther, the sequel. We're not recasting. It's going to be based in Wakanda. Well, Coogler now says, I, I need more time to tell the Wakanda story. So they're doing a TV series. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Coogler is uh, going to work with Disney TV. And uh, he will... It's it's a Wakanda-based Disney Plus series. That's and, great. Uh, he's very excited about it. He said, uh, working with them on Black Panther was a dream come true. As avid consumers of television, we couldn't be happier to be launching our TV series. You know, blah, blah, blah. Well, that. I really think that people are uh, starting to see, like, with what they did with The Mandalorian and, like, WandaVision. Mm-hmm. I think they're like, oh, maybe this is the way that we tell some comic book stories. Yeah. yeah, and I think you know? I think that's what they're going to do with this, uh, you know, World of Wakanda series, whatever it ends up and being that, called. You know. And Wakanda is so ripe for awesome storytelling, you know. Yeah, it oh could yeah, to- it could totally be an anthology series, or it could easily be a, a connected like, yep. narrative or whatever. Do what? Yeah, just it, it's it's ready. It's it, do it. Yeah. yeah, and here's something that uh, the industry is learning about these shows on the on their streaming services, and that is. Releasing them once a week is probably the way it's going to happen in the future. Oh, it Ooh, hurts except me. but then they get stuck with they run the risk of like like they had with WandaVision last week a big leak of really big events that actually did spoil like but part it, of the show. That would happen well, if they release them all at once too. That's true. Uh, but what but they you, uh, but if you do it weekly, I think you run the risk of. Like you take that gamble every week that somebody's not going to spoil your story. It's it's uh, not even really about leaking that they're that they're doing this. It's more of a uh, a combination business model and promotion, because uh, you know the business model is we keep you hooked, you know, mm-hmm. on our service for, for all that time, weeks. 
for eight weeks or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. But the most important thing that they're discovering is it's that good old-fashioned gather around the water cooler and mm -hmm. talk thing that right. we used to do when we when we were kids and well, shows came out once a week you'd go to school the next day and you'd talk you about kids, the show you would gather around the water cooler water fountain but that's what they're learning is that the show's uh top of mind in, in the uh, pop culture audience heads stays longer right. if you release it week to week to week think, because think about think about watchmen Think yeah. about Mandalorian. Game of Thrones. Game of oh, Thrones. Also, also just thinking about, like, okay, um, what's the Gerard Way thing that they just did, uh, Umbrella Academy. Yeah. That yeah. comes out, and everybody talked about it for two days. Yeah. Maybe they've three. Been, they, yeah, they binge and it over the weekend, true. and then it's and then done. It's done. Right. You look That's at true. You look at, like, just the now, uh, Rachel and I were just talking about, yep. oh, let's go back and actually watch the, the Netflix Punisher series, because we're kind of jonesing for some fresh marvel content mm -hmm. and we realized the whole reason why we we forgot it was even out because yeah. it hit and everybody mm -hmm. talked about it for a few days and it's done we've been talking about wandavision yeah. for three weeks now we all yeah we all yeah. binged those and then they went away and that's what so, that's what these well, companies are learning is that it stays top of mind longer if you do it week to week to week it's true I, because the witcher and um, umbrella academy i never got into them because there was the hype came out and then i was like oh yeah i got other shit to watch mm -hmm. right you know well uh, i'm sorry shannon um, I uh, sh uh, shared this article that I read uh, on on the Facey bookies, mm -hmm. and it says, and, and the headline was perfect. It says, "No, WandaVision isn't slow. Everyone has forgotten how to watch TV." Mm -hmm. <laughs> Disagree. Well, no, well, you, can you can disagree yeah. all you want because you know what Jen does too. She hates it. This no, the first stuff. The first two episodes were glacial, and then in the third episode you started wow. getting some stuff. You just don't have any And then the fourth and fifth is like, for... oh yeah. No, no, I I'm sorry. I I appreciated the care they took to replicate the eras. Yes, and that I did shit, too. That shit is mm -hmm. hard to do. It is. Um, yeah. But like, to get that '80s cocaine, like it's hard. Well, no, like it's not cut as. I mean, I'm as sorry. Much. The the first episode looked like a you know I love Lucy episode, and, uh, right? You know, or Dick Van it. Dyke. Dick Van yeah. Dyke, yeah. Um, but like Jen goes crazy too. She doesn't like the not being able to binge, and I think like for like people who read comic books, like motherfuckers. Well, we had to wait thirty days. No, yeah. I, I I see your I see your point for sure, but and and this is just me. WandaVision was the first one that, that really bothered me that I couldn't watch more. I oh, couldn't that's, binge. The, that's, that's it. You wanted, okay, that's, you wanted more. Yeah. I wanted, because if, if I could have binged the first four episodes of WandaVision all at once, I probably wouldn't have complained about it. Jay, what were you going to say? The but I think the reason why this works is because it gets people back to 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 the source like going back to the source material get you to go to the bookstore go to go in the comic book store first thing i did a couple weeks ago because i was like damn i'm missing um wandavision like there's a couple things i need to pick up you know i did my you know i hate to sound like a, a an internet troll but i did my own research and <laughs> you know but then i went but i went straight to the comic book store i asked for a house of m i asked for a scarlet witch collection and guess what they had it out and so yeah. comic book sales have been up because people are doing their due diligence. I believe it. Well, so, I believe and, it. And, and, and I like that they're, they're, they're pulling for, from several different 
eras of the storylines. Story yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and kind of like taking the best of it and all put it together because some of this is from the, uh, the West Coast of- Avengers. Well, no, there was a Vision and Scarlet Witch limited series. And there was that too, yeah. They're, they're there, there's, like a, there's a lot of different yeah. things. Yeah. Like West Coast the, Avengers is definitely one. Um, mm-hmm. House of M. Okay, let's done. save it I, for the I, deep dive. I, okay. I will save it for the deep dive. I had just one tiny little thing to throw in about this. Yes. About episodic television. It's not even just WandaVision, but it's, it's Mandalorian. It's WandaVision. I have not for probably a decade or longer had a show where I was looking forward to that day of the week because my wife, my kid and I are going to sit around the TV and we're going to watch this show together and have that communal experience. And I think it's called appointment viewing. Yeah. Right. I I think the whole streaming thing is actually kind of ruined that aspect of television for me. Sure. It's great having an entire season of something to watch all at once. But I think that like Friday, my job is fucking brutal, right? So at yeah. the end of the week, yeah. that oh, having yeah. that Friday to be able to say, let's order a pizza and watch whatever hit mm-hmm. on Disney, oh, yeah. whether it was Mandalorian sure. or Wanda. Yeah. Or, and that was, get, that was on, uh, Sci-Fi Fridays for me when exactly. uh, Star Trek and Mandalorian yeah. was going concurrently. Well, and, and I still do that now with uh, WandaVision and Resident Alien. That's my Friday. Mm-hmm. Dude, that's mm-hmm. my Friday, go. too. Yeah. That's I'll my Friday, too. I, I just enjoy the shit out of both of those, and that's my God. Friday, hour and a half, you know? Yeah. Anyway, uh, okay, so it's not all rosy for Marvel. They had a bit of a problem this week in the comic books. Oh, oh yeah. I think I, I think I read about this this morning. <laughs> yeah, that was that was awkward. Yeah. I was like, how the fuck did they miss that? How, how does that shit happen? Like, well, that's what I want to know. You know, I really how does this get too. past you? Because it, it's not like. There's only two people making these books, you know. Right. Yeah. There's, there's so entire, many people. Yeah, it's, it's, editing it's process. Like, and, it's yeah. like when you see a problematic like um, logo for a company, you're like, yeah. that looks like a kid sucking somebody's dick. Yeah, How'd that get through. <laughs> you know. Well, How let me let that me that explain. Let me explain what happened here. Uh, so it's uh, Immortal Hulk number forty three out this week. The writer Al Ewing and artist Joe Bennett. There is a scene in which Bruce Banner. As a very human-looking version of his Joe Fixit Hulk persona, uh, attempts to make some quick cash and throw people off his uh, trail by pulling off a scam. Uh, as small as the scene is, it, it, it drew a lot of criticism. Part of Joe's scheme was to get his hands on some money while evading the authorities. So he sets a, he pickpockets a rich guy on the street and then uses the contents of his wallet to buy a number of expensive pieces of jewelry. He then takes those to a pawn shop to exchange them for cash. Here's where the problem comes, is that the pawn shop window, first of all... Don't laugh, it's not funny. It is funny. First of all, it's funny. It is sad funny. It's supposed to be Cronenberg's jewelry, because they've been th- doing shout-outs to horror directors, because it, Immortal Hulk's kind of a horror comic. Mm-hmm. So they've been doing shout-out to horror directors. So it's Cronenberg's jewelry... First of all, he misspelled that. Uh, and then secondly, for some reason, there is a huge Star of David as a part of the logo <laughs> on so the stupid. window of that this fucking thing. So fucking stupid. Like, why? You know, uh, it, it, it's, it's so inconsequential. It could be yeah. any jewelry store, but they decided to go with these details. Yeah. Yep. Doesn't make any it's, sense. It's and a jewel, jewelry and then, store. And then the other part, yeah, exactly. The other part was, is that there, 
banner is standing in such a way at some point in the frame that it says Jewer instead of jeweler. <laughs> now, oh. I, I, I know that they were probably trying to do a nod to Uncut Gems or something like that, but... You know, well, even I if mean, that, that's not how you do it. No. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's, uh, no. So Bennett got on his Facebook, and this is the artist. Geez. And and I blame Al Ewing along with this, because you know when you, when you write a script for a comic book, you send the details to the artist, and the artist Inks does it. Inks it and colors it. And then he sends it back to you for you to say, yeah, that's what yeah, I'm I looking like for. Exactly. But Bennett took to his Facebook and, and with a And there's an editor, too. There's an there's editor the, yeah, on the yeah. top of look it. At, well, when you look at a comic book, look at how many people are involved. Yeah. yeah. And those are just the ones in the credits. There's more yeah. than right. that right. involved. <laughs> and these things get through. Uh, he said on his Facebook page, I have no excuse uh, for how I depicted the uh, Star of David. I failed to understand this troubling and offensive stereotype. And after listening to you all, I now understand my mistake. I must own this mistake. I'm truly sorry to everyone I hurt by this. I am working with Marvel to correct this. How? Uh, uh, well, uh, there's, any... only, there's two ways you can correct it. You edit it and insert mm -hmm. it into your digital ones. And that's you make happen. sure any reprints uh, that's, that's have that changed and... as well. And that's exactly yeah. what they're doing. That, so they're going to bat dick it? Yeah, they're going to bat dick it. Yeah, exactly. And he says, I'm using this lesson to reflect on how I approach my stories and my work. Anyway. yeah, He's like, I will never draw the Star of David again. <laughs> my bad. I just don't know how these things get past everybody involved in, in an industry, you know? And it's not yeah. just comic books. It's, even... Well, even you know. even let's say maybe it was an honest mistake. Give give him maybe it, say say we give him the benefit of the doubt. But how does it like get past? Yeah, how does it get past everyone else looking at the comic being? Yeah, it looks fine. I don't <laughs> you know? know. Have you gone like, ever gone to write yard sale on a big poster board and then you're like, it's that John Mulaney joke, right? You start with like a big Y. A, oh no, I'm going to run out of room real fast. Maybe they just won't notice if I leave Yards. out the L. <laughs> well, yeah, so so say that's what it is, but how did it get past everyone else looking at it being like, checks out, looks yeah, good, exactly. send it to the printer. Which says to me that maybe people are lazy. Yeah, they don't check things very <laughs> or they Or they all looked at each other and went, let's see if we can get away with it. Oh, or they're just, oh, yeah, maybe. Or they're just stupid or tone deaf. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, usually in cases like this, and I, whenever I've experienced something like this, if it's not outright prejudice that they're pulling off mm -hmm. or laziness, it's because there's three people trying to do the work of ten people. That's yeah. another yeah. thing I was wondering. Well, like maybe true. the there maybe the person the people that run this, you know, that this book goes through. Maybe twelve other books goes through to these people Could as be. well. Could be, and, and maybe it's. And maybe you know. it's like, you know, work is stacked up and I trust yeah. these people and it'll be fine. I don't know. Yeah, yeah could be. Anyway. But wherever wherever you want to lay the blame, <laughs> the ball got dropped for sure. That was, yeah, that was pretty <laughs> stupid. All right. So we'll take a break and we'll come back and I've got some DC stuff for you. And uh, yeah. we'll find out what you guys have been uh, watching. All right. After these messages. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. 
For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this podcast. Do you like video games? Yes. No, dude, I was talking to listeners. Oh, okay, keep going. Do you like tabletop games? Yes. Oh, I give up. If you like video games, tabletop games, and listening to me, Troll JD, check out the 3-Bit Gamer Show wherever you listen to podcasts. And we're back. Okay. Yeah. Uh, got some DC stuff for you. Oh, here we go. We... Oh. And this is good it's our news. time. It's good our time news. to shine. Yeah, me and Tony. <laughs> it's our time. Yeah. It's our time down here. Uh, first of all, uh, now I'm a James Gunn fan, so this is exciting. Um, I've got the, uh, you know, when, when the movie companies release the uh, promotional materials. The plot yeah. synopsis. I have the plot synopsis for the Suicide Squad movie. Are you ready? They're the spoilers? Back better than ever. There, there's not really any spoilers. I mean, Carrie okay. knows better. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll right, I trust you. So here it is. I just imagine some dramatic music behind me. Okay. In a world. Welcome to hell. Welcome to hell, also known as Bell Rev. The prison with the highest mortality rate in the U.S. of A. They should do something about that. They should. Where the worst prisons, not good. Where the worst supervillains are kept, and they'll do they'll do anything to get out. Even join the super secret, super shady Task Force X. Today's do or die assignments: assemble a collection of cons, including Bloodsport, Peacemaker, Captain Boomerang, Ratcatcher Two, Savant, King Shark, Blackguard, Javelin. And everyone's favorite psycho, Harley Quinn. Why is she always in jail? She's always in jail. There's a guy named Blackguard? She's doing a lot of bad stuff all the time. Sometimes she gets caught. Who's Blackguard? I don't know. I'm not Uh, familiar with him. Is he just like a black security guard? I'm going to say, or or Jay, maybe you need to meet him. Is it it just like Danny Glover? He's like, I got two more days to retirement. I just hope that that there's a barbershop scene in the movie. So my question about Blackguard (laughs) is, a, who is he? And B, what kind of electricity powers does he have? Yeah, look it up. <laughs> look so up uh, Blackguard in DC. I'm looking this? him okay. up right now. He's right. uh, Blackguard was hired, empowered, and outfitted by the conspiracy called the 1000. Presumably, oh, he's an he, enemy of Booster Gold. Yep. Presumably, <laughs> he had he already had a criminal career as a thug before they hired him. He accompanied a squad of troops to steal some satellite tech from Star Labs. However, right. their vehicle was intercepted and. Uh, on the way home by Booster Gold. All right. Go. And now uh, he's got a dope ponytail power. just right up there. It's, on the a, it's, it's basically a suit of armor, powered armor. That's his, his powers. His ergo, ergo kinesis, skilled use of his mace, usage of gadgets, and strength. What is ergo kinesis? I don't know. Sure. Look that up. That's the, that's, that's, that up. Per, that's the power to control anyway. ergot. Energy There's... manipulation. The oh, so he is electrical. Ability okay. to psychically manipulate various forms of energy. All right. Uh, anyway, there's more. So you catch all these people, then arm them heavily and drop them, literally, on the remote, enemy-infused island of Corto Maltese. Trekking through a jungle, teeming with militant adversaries and guerrilla forces at every turn, the squad Gorillas! is... No, guerrilla Gorilla forces. Oh, guerrilla. Damn it! Guerrilla. Damn it! The no, squad Black, is Black, Blackguard's hmm? played by Pete Davidson. 
Oh, well, he'll die then. Uh, <laughs> he'll be in that movie for five minutes, if that. <laughs> yeah. How I, have I told you guys my theory about this movie? That they break up, because you have, a. if you look at the full cast, you have some top-tier actors, and then you have some B-tier actors. Mm-hmm. That B-tier team is going to get sent in to whatever thing first, and they're going to biff it up yeah. totally. And that's, that's when your, they bring in the big the That's big your dogs. red shirts. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. for sure. Uh, let's see. Uh, search and destroy mission with only Colonel Rick Flag on the ground to make them behave, and Amanda Waller's government techies in their ears, tracking their every movement. As always, one wrong move, and they're dead. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, if anyone's laying down bets, the smart money is against all of them. My favorite quote that James Gunn said, he's like, don't get too attached to any of these characters. Yeah. 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 Except John Cena, because he's getting his own show. But have you seen him in that outfit? It's but crazy it's, looking. It's crazy. But it's, I think it's, the team- it, no, it's, it's like totally comic correct. And that's why it looks so fucking stupid. But this, the right? series is a prequel, if, if I understood correctly. Oh, oh well, okay. either way, don't get too attached. But I mean, get too attached. You still he, get attached to him if you're going to get a prequel oh, of him. He looks like a fucking idiot in his costume. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it's like when you go to uh, Universal Islands of Adventure and you see the guys dressed up as like Wolverine and Captain <laughs> yeah. America. And that you're like, accurate. Oh, that yep. looks fucking terrible. Accurate description. <laughs> well it's done. comic book accurate, though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. Now, I did some digging because I'm not, you know, up on my DC Comics lore, but uh, Corto Maltese is uh, apparently showed up quite a few mm-hmm. times in DC yeah. Comics. It's a South American nation that is almost always going through a military coup. Um, mm-hmm. Isn't that uh, where the hive it, is? It was, it, it was introduced in The Dark Knight Returns, Frank Miller, as the uh, country Superman fights communist rebels in, uh, but it has also been mentioned in... The Batman movie, Vicky Vale, Kim Bassinger, made pictures, uh, taking war pictures in Corto Maltese. Oh. Mm, so I thought Basinger. that was interesting. I realize that. And then I remember it because it was name dropped in uh, Arrow. Yeah. And it was also Smallville. It was name dropped there as well. But uh, August 6th on HBO Max for Suicide Squad. All right. Other DC news. This one you're really going to like, I think. Green Lantern update? I never, I, I never <laughs> trust it. I honestly never trust you when you say that. Green trust me on update. this one. Trust okay. me on this one. Okay. Uh, because all right. we all we all enjoy listening to uh, a podcast or two. Uh-huh. Right. Well, is HBO... it a murder podcast? Sure, why not? <laughs> it is now. Well, uh, HBO Max is launching podcasts as well. Hey, we have those already. <laughs> <laughs> but listen to this one. This one is called Batman The Audio Adventures. And... It's a comedic take on Batman. Mm-hmm. I'm all for that. Uh, they have so cast Harley Quinn. <laughs> no, they have cast Jeffrey Wright as Batman. Oh, oh my goodness! Really? Yes. Uh, they've also got uh, Dennis McNicholas, who is a longtime writer on Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. He has penned and directed the multi-episode series. Now, listen to the people that they've got. They're not giving away any of the plot, but here's some of the voice actors. And when I say comedic take, you'll understand. Okay. You've got Chris Parnell. <laughs> okay. Melissa Villasenor. Oh, she's amazing. Seth Myers, uh-huh. Brent Spiner, John oh. Leguizamo, Ike Barinholtz, Bobby Moynihan, mm. uh, 
Keenan Thompson, Rosario Dawson, Jason Sudeikis, Alan Tudyk, Heidi Gardner, oh, Brooke wow. Shields, Paul Shear, Tim Meadows, Fred Armisen, Ray Wise, Ben Rogers, Katie Rich, Pete Schultz, Paula Pell, Toby Tuss, and of course uh, the writer Dennis McNichols. Wow. That's a crazy cast. They're not yeah. saying I, who's I, playing who, uh, other than Jeffrey Wright as Batman. That's it. I have do, to listen to that just it, from the cast. Do you think it'll yeah. be, because um, he's uh, Gordon in the upcoming mm-hmm. Batman movie. Yeah. Do you think it's just him as Gordon, just like making fun of Batman? <laughs> <laughs> well, I my mean, favorite- I can... I can hear it in my head because if you oh, know if you if you watch him in if you watch him in Westworld you know yeah. I'm sure he'll have that very well, he's, yeah. the, uh, mm-hmm. he's the watcher he's gonna be yeah. the watcher he's also he's the watcher great, in What If yeah great uh, voice for this <laughs> so. I wish Bobby Mon- Monahan was Batman. <laughs> my favorite my favorite kind of comedic takes on Batman is usually when Batman is kind of the straight guy and yeah. everyone yeah. else is going nuts around him. I so think I ho- that's probably I what they're they gonna do. This. I hope I they think do that's, it in that direction. Yeah, I hope that's what they do. That'll be funny. Anyway, so there's that. And uh, finally, this, before we get to what you guys have been consuming, I, I know because you've been hanging on tender hooks for this Buck Rogers thing, you know. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, right. Clooney mm-hmm. is Buck Rogers, right? <laughs> well, apparently, they're not sure who owns Buck Rogers. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's not so great. That's but not no, a good that, way to start. That's been a thing for decades. Well, they still haven't figured it out. They still haven't figured it out because uh, s- because Skydance is a different movie company. Besides, Clo- you know, Clooney's is legendary, and and Skydance is working with the estate of Philip Francis Nolan. He is the guy Sky who introduced is um, Tom Cruise's, isn't it? Is that right? I think well, so. Philip Francis Nolan is the guy who introduced Buck Rogers in the late twenties. Um, but here's the thing: he first appeared in 1929 a novella called Armageddon 2419. Mm-hmm. The character's name was Anthony Rogers. Okay. The copy, okay. The copyright on that particular work wasn't renewed until the 50s. As a result, anyone is free to adapt that story. Now, the Nolans engaged in a protracted uh, litigation over the years, claimed to hold the rights to later comic book stories. The character became Buck Rogers after that. Mm-hmm. And that's how they were able to get around the trademark. It's the same character, the same stories, but because we call him Buck and the other people call him Anthony, they're not sure who owns Buck Rogers. It's a casino, <laughs> casino Royale conundrum. Huh. <laughs> their, uh, yeah, their argument is uh, Buck is not in Armageddon. Anthony, they're saying, is a different character, Anthony Rogers. But if you have a movie or a show called Anthony Rogers, no one's going to give a shit. Sorry. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tony Rogers, the love Tony. child of Steve Rogers and Tony Stark. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought you meant our Tony. <laughs> our <laughs> yes. Tony. My, my love child. <laughs> All right. <Yeah. laughs> what are you guys watching this week? What have you, uh, who wants to go first? I'll go first. Uh, Rebecca. Yeah, I'll go second. Um, so I watched, Third. A, so I'll just I was able to watch a Sundance movie this week. Oh, ah, it was Lex. a very fun documentary about the origin of COVID, and uh, <laughs> fun, huh? <laughs> yeah, actually, though, so it's called In the Same Breath, and it's actually, I think, should be required viewing for everybody because it mm. was wildly eye-opening um, because it really just highlighted the how extreme censorship is in China. Mm, and yeah. how uh, they beefed 
they beefed everything about the about <laughs> containing this disease. Um, anyway, uh, it's going to be on HBO Max, I think, next month. I absolutely required watching for everybody. What's um, it called? Oh, sorry. It's called In the Same Breath. Okay. Mm, thank you. Okay. Um, and also, Shannon, thank you for making me watch Mr. Mayor. That's an oh, absolute Great show. Great show. We're going to watch it tonight. Uh, the Foo Fighters' new album came out Friday the 5th. How is so it? It's, so in interviews, they Foo have been Fighters calling this their... The they have <laughs> been calling this their Boogie album. And... Mm-mm. The songs that they have released are definitely not boogie, but like once you listen to the full album, they have some boogie bops on there. Okay, I I, I still don't like it. Like the fact that the Foo Fighters are saying there's boogie, it, it just reminds me of like uh, when when Carrie and Lee were talking, were saying fab, but they kept saying fab. <laughs> oh, it's fab. It's, 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 <laughs> it's just like nope. And then don't the last that. the last thing I want to talk to you guys about i posted it in our group chat it's daniel uh stan i can't remember his last name but it's called in and of itself it's mm-hmm. a magic act it's directed by frank oz and my wife watched uh, this yeah yeah directed by frank oz to pr- produced by um stephen colbert and his wife mm-hmm. Ab- absolutely don't how don't do you see it, it? It's on Hulu. I'm so sorry. Okay. Um, okay. It's Daniel Dell, like in and of itself, um, and it's it's a magic show. It's I can't tell you much more than that without I, like I you love have to go that. in. I'm gonna totally. I'm gonna watch that tonight. Shannon, I think you're gonna love it. Yeah. Uh, have a box of tissues. Well, That's what I hear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, like if you guys haven't watched uh, Magic for Humans on uh, on Netflix, if you like illusionist shit. Mm-hmm. Check that out. It's it's really fucking good too. It's like um, if Mind Freak wasn't a douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> this one, so this one, is. Um, I'll tell it. It's a Broadway show. This guy performed this show uh, at least six hundred times, um, and it's really just astounding to see how he utilizes magic, audience, in cor- like audience interaction, storytelling, like one man show monologue type stuff. Cool. Yeah, just get ready to cry. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, yes, Jay, hi. Yeah, I, I said I was going second, so I'm going to go second. <laughs> um, I told you guys this off mic, but um, I'll tell it to our listeners. Basically, uh, I've had a great week, but then yesterday, Friday, as we, uh, Friday, we were recording this on Saturday, um, I got hit with like a lot of depression. So I went to my comic book store. Mm-hmm. It's like they have Newberry Comics. There's like FYEs for on the on the East Coast in a way. And so um, I walk in and I said, uh, I say to the cashier, he's like, hey, how you doing? Uh, I said, I'm suffering from depression. And he says, well, just so you know, we got a 15% off and two, uh, you buy two and get one free. And I was like, okay, uh, I'm trying to, it's not really a good way to normalize it, but I'll, yeah. I'll check out your sweet deals. Like, and I, was, so, I was looking for some human connection, but thanks. Yeah, yeah, but I'll check out your sweet deals. And that's exactly what I did. So shout out to them. I did check out some. And so I just, so I it just worked. Went, yeah, it did work. It did work. So I went and um, I did, um, I, I picked up two new comics, uh, Picked the newest trade of um, Guardians of the Galaxy. I've decided to really throw myself at that, where mm-hmm. they have to reassemble the Guardians of the Galaxy after Gamora, Gamora has killed Thanos and yada, yada. And, and so it's got Dark Hawk, Ghost Rider, uh, Nova. It's just a whole smorgasbord. I'm going to get into the, it. Is it the cosmic Ghost Rider? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and then what I picked up from Image Comics, I had no choice. Like, you never see something and you're like, well, 
I guess we're buying this. Mm-hmm. Um, it's from Image Comics. It's called Shirtless Bear Fighter. Um, <laughs> great. I've, uh, I've read Jay, this. Jay, yeah. great fucking comic. It is. Yeah. It's good. No, like, as, soon, as soon as I saw it, I was like, well, we're buying this. Like, yeah, it, dude. It's, 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 Gosh, it's, what's it's it like, about? It is about it a is. shirtless bear fighter. It is bonkers. And, um, he's being chased by a panda on the cover and, and with, a beautiful, with a beautiful lady... Uh, damsel in distress. So I'm going to check funny. that out. His um, best friend also, is also a bear. Uh-huh. See, I can't wait. I can't wait to watch yeah, this it's or good. read this. It's good. And um, uh, we restarted watching. Um, my wife has never seen Fargo, so we started watching. Oh. Uh, I gotta finish one. that. I gotta finish that last season. I enjoyed yeah. it. I enjoyed right. it. I'll have to check it out. But um, we restarted watching Fargo from the beginning, and so that's been fun. And mm-hmm. then, that's, um, a, that's she, an amazing show. Yeah. Um, then lastly, uh, one of, since we're doing uh, new releases with uh, music and stuff, uh, here's some boogie, some fab boogie stuff for you guys. Um, <laughs> um, I love my instrumentals and, uh, eloquent, uh, producer, uh, it's, it's, his name is eloquent E L A Q U E N T has a new album called comfort food. That is absolutely wonderful. Make sure you check it out. He's one of my favorite producers. And last but not least Netflix. I found out this existed, uh, yesterday and apparently it's been out for the last three years but i highly implore it to all of you teleworkers that get stressed out put on moving art it is absolutely astonishing on netflix watch moving art it's like 30 minute episodes of just nature nobody's talking oh yeah yeah that sounds good i've been doing that but with uh cat tv like tv for my cat that i put on (laughs) this isn't about cats This okay. is about whales and shit, and birds, okay. and, and nature, and coral reefs. Get and, your uh, cats out of here. Yeah, get them Fuck fucking cats out of there. I mean, <laughs> this is about ocean life. Ocean life. All right. Uh, who was third? Oh, who said third? Uh, I said third. Okay. I like uh, your cats. So, <laughs> we're still uh, plowing through Goldberg's great, great sitcom. Just really enjoying that mm-hmm. one. But uh, the two the two uh, pieces of media I consume this week of note are polar opposites, and I highly highly recommend both of them. I started off the week and decided I wanted to do some sci-fi homework, and so I listened to Kurt Vonnegut's Slaughterhouse Five. <gasps> Great, oh, uh, good book. Performed by James Franco on Audible. Uh, really? Oh, no, never mind. No, no, he does it great. It's what craft beer does this come with? <laughs> Seriously, I've never I've never read uh, Slaughterhouse Five. And, oh uh, really? And so yeah, oh, it was good. it was some of the best six or seven hours of audiobook I've ever well, listened to-, to. Tony, if you enjoyed that, go find the rest of his stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, see, that's the like, thing is, a couple of years amazing. ago, a couple of years ago, I listened to uh, the Sirens of Titan. I think mm-hmm. is what that one is, mm-hmm. and that one didn't click with me all that much but i did purchase a few of his other stuff when they were on sale and this was one of them so slaughterhouse five mm-hmm. yeah you, just fantastic you, amazing where, book what's where's the, uh lee will probably know what's the one where uh they have that uh thing that will freeze the world what book is that from kurt for oh, i from my favorite one. I, I read uh, Slaughterhouse Five and Galapagos, and that's only sadly the only Vonnegut that I've Tony, read. Tony, have you? Uh, do you have? Are you going to read any Ray Bradbury? 
Oh, I love Ray Bradbury. I've read a okay. bunch of his stuff. Yeah, oh, okay. it's phenomenal. But yeah, uh, Slaughterhouse Five. I can't recommend it highly enough. Um, the way that the way that they deal with time in that story and mm-hmm. war and oh, it's just phenomenal. Because Je- uh, Jeffy the, loved Vonnegut. He he was oh, a fan. Well, yeah, that's this, that's why I've read so much of it. And mm-hmm. and after reading Slaughterhouse Five, I'm definitely gonna uh, read some more Vonnegut. He's so. got a Vonnegut quote on his headstone, doesn't he? Is it Jeff or Ooh. Scott? I so. I want Jeff or Scott I has. I think it's Scotty. Scott does. Yeah, yeah Jeff okay. wasn't that pretentious. All right. <laughs> <laughs> his Even is all death. sci-fi. Remember, it's. That's he's right. Got he's got. He's, he's got, got a Spider-Man. Spider-Man and a Star yeah. Trek quote. That's right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Okay. Yeah. And, and then Scott's, on the com- Scott's pretty much said, "You're an asshole, and I hate you." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then no, on the complete. Opp- Scott. Scott says, "You're lost on it." Yeah. <laughs> On the complete anyway. opposite side of the spectrum, my wife and I last night watched Guns Akimbo. Oh, man. Have you guys ever watched Guns Akimbo? Answers the question, how do you pee with guns attached to your hands? Wait, what? <laughs> guns Akimbo is glorious. It, it moves it? so fast. It, it's on, it, it, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's Harry Potter, it's right? Daniel yeah. Rad. So we what wa- it is. We watched is it on Amazon Prime. Daniel Radcliffe um, accidentally gets to be part of this terrible social media game it's like a black market app um but he has guns bolted to his hands so yeah that and that's he's just don't give anything away you you just gotta watch the story watch this this amazing thing unfold the movie goes way too fast and at one point he's gotta pee so yeah (laughs) yeah guns akimbo uh daniel radcliffe came out in 2019 i watched on amazon prime Awesome. Just a just a tour de force of craziness. <laughs> tour de force. Tony, a real quick Goldbergs. Yeah. Did you make today? Did you make poo-poos? <laughs> yes. Any poo-poos? That's poison in the body, you know. I love the Goldbergs. Reminding him to make when he waits too long and gets plugged up. What is that? What are you doing? It's a signal for poo-poos. You gotta learn the signal. I don't wanna learn the signal. Don't make her do the signal, Mom. She has to learn the signal. I don't wanna learn the signal. Now this is hand is the potty yeah. beckoning the poo-poos. And in they go. Huh? She's not doing it. All right. <laughs> a little something for you. Uh, yeah. Who's next? Shannon? Lee? Who? Uh, I'll go. Okay. Um, I'm a real big fan of uh, putting my mind in neutral lately and yes. just watching trash. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm loving Celebrity Wheel of Fortune so much. I can't <laughs> even stand it. Still, third week yeah, in a row. Every week. Oh, my God. <laughs> every no, week. No, no, because they're so happy to be there. Um, the Go Big Show is phenomenal. Uh, it's a extreme talent show, and uh, I like watching a very stoned Snoop Dogg be very scared of everything. <laughs> um, episodic TV. All right. Uh, the Unicorn. Okay. Uh, with you know Walton Goggins, mm-hmm. yeah, breaking uh, uh, breaking type. Okay, uh, but this one, I would highly suggest everyone watch this show. It's on HBO Max, and I've uh, I, I've seen more than one headline like this uh, that this show represents HBO at its most worthwhile, arty, and unpredictable. Okay, and it's a show called Painting with John. Uh, it stars a man named John Lurie, who's been in a bunch of uh, Jim Jarmusch movies. Okay. And he's a painter. The first episode was called Bob Ross Was Wrong. 
<laughs> okay. And, 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 and it goes on in, you know, in that episode, it goes, Bob Ross said everybody can paint. They can't after the age of 30. Ooh. <laughs> right? Challenge accepted. Well, like not, not everybody can like after yeah. the age of 30. Right. All right. Um, uh, he writes it. He directs it. He does the music for it. And it's odd. All but right. really, really like entrancing. Um, it's him painting and talking about his fucking crazy life <laughs> on a tropical island that he lives with his two wives. Two wives. Oh. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, All right. So I would highly suggest that. It's their half hour long episodes. Okay. Another thing that drops weekly. All right. Mm. Thank you. So, Lee? Um, I'm just reading comic books like the only thing Good. i've been watching on tv is old episodes of the magicians because i love that show and i love yeah. watching this sense of humor evolve like margo's kind of a one note character in the first season mm-hmm. but by the second season I she's love funny margo. Shit. she's my but favorite character i've been i've been going back through my my jason aaron collection and realizing how sparse it's been so i picked up the omnibus of Jason Aaron's Thor run. Mm-hmm. I picked oh, up the omnibus of Jason Aaron's Doctor Strange run. And even though yeah. it rehashes the same God Killer story, but it's the loss of magic, I don't fucking care because Chris yeah. Piccolo's the illustrator. And I love Chris Piccolo. Mm-hmm. Uh, also went back to, speaking of Jason Aaron and Chris Piccolo, uh, Wolverine and the X-Men storyline. Mm. That's about 50 issues or so, but it's great. And uh, just finished the Ghosts of Jeddah story arc from the Marvel Star Wars run that I completely missed. And mm-hmm. holy crap, bringing back the survivors of Saw Gerrera's rebel cell to basically oh, yeah. tell Leia that she's she's rebelling all wrong. Yeah. It's good stuff, guys. Holy That's, shit. There's that, so many good comics out that there. That Marvel comic well, is, is great if you're a Star Wars fan. Well, yeah. and just a, a personal endorsement of the man that is Jason Aaron. Yes. Good, good dude. I, me and Jeffy got fucking trashed with him at Burst Tiki Lounge <laughs> when he first got hired at Marvel. He, yeah. uh, he, if you if you enjoy his stuff, he's having a hell of a time writing Avengers. He's just enjoying the oh, shit. Oh, is he doing? Is he doing Avengers right now? Yeah, he's yeah. enjoying okay. the Remember, shit out of writing Avengers. He's got no, such he, a weird team together now. He's, <laughs> right, and, I mean, like, and he did such a good, like, he uh, reinvented Ghost Rider. Yeah, well, that he's was his uh, first job. yeah, and he's got Ghost Rider on the team, uh, Robbie Reyes, that is, and uh, they, there was this great part because they're living in a, in the in the a body of a celestial. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! That's where Avengers headquarters is now, in the body of a celestial, and uh, uh, T'Challa is the leader of the Avengers. Cap's still there, but T'Challa's in charge, and the Ghost Rider somehow possessed the body of the celestial. <laughs> I mean, he's just having a hell of a time writing. Yeah, that's, that's all I'm cool. saying. Pick it up. Anyway, go ahead. I will pick it up. I had, and with that endorsement, I can honestly say if Aaron has breathed new life into Avengers, Hickman has breathed oh. new life into X-Men. Yeah, there, I, I got to start picking up that The shit. way he writes Magneto is just flawless. There's mm-hmm. a scene where they're getting ready to kill all these scientists, and he looks to Polaris and says, Daughter... Is it too much for me to ask that there is not only not rubble beneath my feet when I land, but the rabble as well? And she just kills all these scientists to move them away. And I'm just like, oh, holy shit, that's Magneto. That is the Magneto we 
deserve, right? Yeah. So <laughs> it's weird. Uh, it's strange. It gives no fucks about the history of X-Men, but at the same and, time plays total reverence to it. And, and it's and, and, and totally smart, I'm guessing. So mm-hmm. smart. And like Cable's 16. Is this so you get wait what? Well, because he's a time traveler, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. So it's sixteen-year-old. So Cable shows up when he's sixteen, and just he's like, "Oh, mom, dad, I'm back," and they're like, "Cool." Here's your sister Rachel you never met, and they live on the moon together with their uncle Wolverine, and they have adventures and, yeah. and fight monsters. Does, 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 and we're both fucking Wolverine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, does does sixteen-year-old Cable have the robot arm and the eye? He does, but he's okay. nuts, and he loves okay. like. There's there's an episode there's an issue where the Starjammers show up and chawed the the big mercenary with all the guns. Yeah. Yeah. They're sitting there for like three pages just talking about guns, and they end up trading. And the whole time, Cable's like, "Mom, can I trade with Chad?" And Jean Grey's like, "After you set the table, dear." It's so flawless. It's. <laughs> what is this now? I'm sorry, I just got it's, back. It's yeah, Jonathan sorry. Hickman's X Men storyline. I just yeah. I love okay. it. It's weird. I'm, I'm... It's quirky. It's just. I mean, at one point, you meet Krakoa's girlfriend. Krakoa the Highland? Yeah. So, anyway. It's it's every recommendation I can give. That sounds like that short for Pixar. I lava you. Pretty much. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. I uh, have, of course, been enjoying Resident Alien. I told you about that. Um, Just watching Alan Tudyk learning to laugh. Oh my God, Carrie! Oh, because awesome. he's an alien, he doesn't know how to laugh or when to laugh. Even yeah. that's also been part of it. He this has one of the most expressive faces. Oh like, God, where he goes this so last good. week, where he's like, and he goes bowling. He's never been bowling. Yeah. Um, um, and can I say, who else could have played that part? I don't. I don't know. Mr. Bean, Robin Williams, maybe. <laughs> maybe Jim Robin. Patton, no. Jim Carrey. What, what about Patton? Maybe Patton, but Maybe. I honestly think this show was written for him. Yeah. Uh, I've been catching up on Search Party, which is very funny. Holy Great shit. show. I Great finally show. finished that show. Yeah. Fuck. Uh, so I, good. I went to uh, to Dr. Volts, and uh, they talked me into getting the High Republic comic, so I'm going to start reading that. Dude, I, haven't looked, I haven't read so it yet. Great. But... Hey, there's a Trandoshan Jedi Master. That's all I need to tell you. Okay, I'm there. So you you get a lizard man with one arm who's mm-hmm. a Jedi master. There's your comic. And uh, <laughs> so here's the the confession, because Sue has been in control of the television on oh, HBO. I feel you, bud. On HBO Max, I've been watching Selena plus Chef. Whatever, Selena Gomez oh, is great. Is that good? It's Selena Gomez, who's been quarantined with her friends in their fabulous house and uh they get the tele you know the zoom kind of thing going but it's much more technically advanced just zoom and celebrity chefs are teaching her how to cook now i'm not enjoying it i've only been enjoying it because (laughs) i've noticed a couple of things about selena gomez one is that she has no hand strength she has no strength in her arms whatsoever (laughs) she has a lupus she has lupus but she she Cutting things is like it's like. Will she cut herself on this episode? That's a drinking game. <laughs> oh, um, wow. So there's that, and then the other thing I've noticed about her is that she gets frustrated and angry really quick. That's what it that. sounds like. That's what makes that. the show. And just will just stop doing it, and then her friends rush in and go, "Oh, well, we'll take care of it. We'll take care of it." <laughs> Interesting. So, so, I have yeah. dealt with so many of those kind of people in my profession. Yes. 
Uh, but, you know, how old is she now? I mean, because she still looks 15. She, yeah, <laughs> she looks 20s. like she's got chronic baby face, yeah. Exactly, chronic baby face. Anyway, so there's that. Uh, games, Tony. Oh, game. I was looking up Selena Gomez. Uh, oh. Let's see. <laughs> Don't I do that. I to see how. Well, and here's the other thing. Is 90, any, 92. Anytime, she's, she's 30 next she's, year. Is she? Because she still she's, looks 15. She's born in 92. Good for her. Because here's, like, here's the other thing about her is that I've noticed that if she just pulls her hair back and just like wears a tank top, she does good on the episode. But the second that she does anything with her hair to make it look nice, she will cut herself and she will get angry. Direct <laughs> <laughs> oh, correlation. Wow. Okay. I think you've just entered that stage of life where anybody under 40 looks 10. Uh, they yeah. all, she she looks 15 to me. I don't know. Anyway. Also, yeah. you'd make a good gambler as well. Like, <laughs> games. Yeah, noticing all these things. Uh, let's see. Games for this week. We're looking at Little Nightmares 2. I don't know what that is. Uh, Hellish Quart. Also, don't know what that is. Uh, it's about a quart of milk that I, came yeah, from hell. It's real bad. I just don't like that. I don't like the sound of that hellish quart. A lot of these are early access games, so I'm just going to skip over them uh, for now. But uh, there is one worth mentioning that is coming out on the Switch: Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury. Oh. So Super Mario 3D World came out uh, a number of years ago on the uh, Wii and the Wii U. Mm-hmm. It's a really good game. Mm-hmm. Really great Mario game. And so they took that and up it for the Switch, as well as added a whole new section to it, uh, which is the Bowser's Fury part. So right. uh, if you liked the first Super Mario 3D World, uh, then you're going to love this. And if you haven't played it and you like platforming games, it's a great game. So, yep. All right. There you go. We good. Uh, Mr. B, if you would, please. Okay, guys. Um, I got to address the elephant in the room. Hmm? The ham has made some pretty outrageous uh, claims, such as Sandy Hook didn't happen and 9-11 wasn't real. Um, what about I the, feel like, the, ju- the jewelry space lasers? Yeah, the jewelry yes. space laser. Um, yes. No, the jewelry. Remember? Uh, That's a callback. Yeah. Callback uh, earlier. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like some of its comments have incited violence. (laughs) And I think that we need to strip the ham of its, at the very least, of its committee appointments. (laughs) So I'd like to have a straight up yay or nay vote at this point. I vote yay. Wait, hold on. Oh, sorry. Oh, there's, oh, there's more. Okay. I'm going to vote yay. Tony? I second your yay. Carrie. Pope! <laughs> I'm going to take that as a yay. That's a yay. <laughs> Rebecca. Uh, yeah, whatever everybody else is voting for. That's a, that's a fourth yay. All right. Jay? I think we've, we've got uh, we've got pretty much you Jay, yay Are we still nay? signing off? Yeah. Jay, yay or nay? Yeah. Fuck, man. Yeah, sure. If this gets us to sign off, goddamn. I'm afraid to silence more ham. <laughs> Thank you. The, the yays have it. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Fuck you, ham. 